This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 1403, Getting Lost in the Twitterverse and Other Misadventures by Dusty Arab with RowdyKittens.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy that reads to you every single day of the year, including weekends and holidays, to help you live a more meaningful and positive life. Today's post being from a guest writer on Rowdy Kittens. I'll tell you more about her after the reading. So for now, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Getting Lost in the Twitterverse and Other Misadventures by Dusty Arab with RowdyKittens.com. In late January, I had a meltdown, pretty much an epic episode which involved my entire life going down the proverbial tube in a matter of days. My relationship was broken and lying on the ground in a million pieces. I couldn't write. I couldn't function. How had I gotten here? Well, it was a long series of events. Having become fully indoctrinated as a blogger and writer, I found myself plugged in much more often. In September, I finally got a smartphone. The perceived pressure was to respond to requests and comments immediately. Couldn't miss an opportunity. Had to post frequently. Oh, can't forget the networking. I had to be Skyping at least twice a week in order to maintain and develop an ever-growing group of acquaintances and friends. Twitter needed me. Facebook too. Even after I turned off comments, the frequency I was online micromanaging my fledgling business was appalling. Never questioning my own ability to handle the tides of the internet, I simply rode whatever wave came my way next. It was like the day of surfing that never ended. That is, it didn't end until I was so utterly exhausted, I fell off my board and started to drown. Six months of incessant connection, six weeks of attempting to recover. That was so much time wasted, I could have been working towards my goals, creating great work, or spending time with friends. Instead, I spent it mostly at home in recovery mode, unable to write or think with clarity. It was total digital burnout. That was when I decided I wouldn't let that happen again. I am not a gadget, and neither are you. We can't handle unending information streams. No matter how useful technology is, it is not the answer to all of our problems. It creates a new set of dysfunctions we have to learn how to handle. The opportunities created by the ability to work entirely in the digital world are exciting and wonderful, but ignoring the consequences that can result from digital dependency is dangerous. Unquestioned technophilia is nothing more than turning computer chips into a tangible deity. Don't get me wrong, I love technology. It means I can stay at home with my daughter and work from anywhere in the world. It means I have friends across the globe. But if I'm always online, I'm not spending quality time with my daughter or the friends I have now. Finding balance is key. To stay in control of who we are online, 
we have to know when we have reached max capacity. Are you due for a break from cyberspace? Here are some of the telltale signs of connection addiction. Signs you are due for a sabbatical. You can't go an entire five minutes without checking Twitter or without thinking about it. Your conversations in real life reference Twitter more often than they do events or conversations happening in your life. You are constantly scared of not being at inbox zero because you know you'll never recover from the buildup. Your friends haven't seen you in weeks and they live down the street. You can't eat an entire meal without checking your iPhone. The thought of unplugging for a whole day makes you squeamish. Are you guilty of any of those? Don't feel bad. At least once a week, I find myself having to refocus on what really matters. Thankfully, this is something we are capable of being in complete control of. It's time to put the iPhone down and get back to living life in real time. Here are some steps you can take to start overcoming digital dependency. Steps towards recovery. Number one, turn email and internet off your phone. Ah, a step backwards? That's techno sacrilege. Guess what? We all survived before without internet on our phones and will keep surviving without it. Downgrade, save money, and watch how much more often you connect with a real human voice and the people you care enough to have a phone number for. Number two, work offline. As a writer, I find myself on my laptop for most of my work. It's far too easy to start researching or checking social media. One of the best ways to fix this problem is by working at locations where there isn't an internet connection. One of my favorite offices is a cafe with great ambiance, free refills on my coffee, and the most incredible chocolate I've ever tasted. No internet connection, perfect work conditions. If you don't work from a laptop, consider using blocking software to limit your time online, like Freedom. It disables your internet connection for a period of time you set. Extreme, but effective. Number three, go outside. Spend a little time in awe of nature. Realize how small we are in comparison to the grand scheme of things. Realize how much smaller and insignificant your email is. Number four, take a weekend digital sabbatical. The whole weekend, no cheating. Honestly, when was the last time you fully disconnected for more than a few hours? Set up your autoresponder and take care of it Monday. This weekend, you have serious playing and creating to do. When confronted with disconnecting, there's always someone who says, I can't afford to disconnect. But really, can you afford not to? Connect to your real life, the person standing next to you. That is the greatest connection of all. You just listened to the post titled Getting Lost in the Twitterverse and Other Misadventures by Dusty Arab with RowdyKittens.com. And thank you to Tammy from Rowdy Kittens for letting me share content from her site. The guest author, Dusty, is a writer and the author of The Minimalist Mom. Digital sabbaticals are often recommended here. It's something I haven't personally tried, but I do think I have it under control for the most part. I rarely check Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or Pinterest. I don't see the value like I used to. If you're interested in more resources about this, Cal Newport has a popular book called Digital Minimalism, and our writer Jess guest posted on Joshua Becker's site, becomingminimalist.com, about that too. That was on September 30th, 2019, so you can check out that guest post. But I'll leave it there for today. Hope you're having a great start to your week, and I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.